Hello there. My name is Father John Harrison. I am Rector Superior of St. John Newman Residence at Stella Maris in Timonium, Maryland. Today's Gospel passage is packed with truths so great that we can only grasp parts of them. First of all, it tells us something about the disciple of Jesus. The disciple is given to Jesus by God. What does that mean? It means that the Spirit of God moves our hearts to respond to the appeal of Jesus. Through the disciple, the glory has come to Jesus. The patient whom he has cured brings honor to a doctor. The scholar whom he has taught brings honor to the teacher. The athlete whom he has trained brings honor to his trainer. The men whom Jesus has redeemed bring honor to him. The bad man made good on the honor of Jesus. The disciple is a man who is commissioned to a task. As God sent out Jesus, so Jesus sends out his disciples. Here is the explanation of a puzzling thing in this passage. Jesus begins by saying that he does not pray for the pray for the world, and yet he came because God so loved the world. But as we have seen in John's Gospel, the world stands for a human society organizing itself without God. What Jesus does for the world is to send out his disciples into it in order to lead it back to God, to make it aware of God. He prays for his men in order that they may be such as win the world for him. Further, this passage tells us that Jesus offered his men two things. First, he offered them his joy. All he was saying to them was designed to bring them joy. Second, he also offered them warning. He told them that they were different from the world and that they could not expect anything else but hatred from it. Their values and standards were different from the world's. But there is a joy in battling against the storm and struggling against the tide. It is by facing the hostility of the world that we enter into Christian joy. Still further, in this passage, Jesus makes the greatest claim he ever made. He prays to God and says, All that I have is yours, and all that you have is mine. The first part of that sentence is natural and easy to understand. For all things belong to God, and again and again Jesus had said so. But the second part of this sentence is the astonishing claim. All that you have is mine. Martin Luther said, This no creature can say that with reference to God. Never did Jesus so vividly lay down his oneness with God. He is so one with him that he exercises his very power and prerogatives. That's our message for today. May God bless you and have a great day.